Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It is me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, June 6th. A decent night in the Association Warriors bounce back. I didn't even want to open with the game because it was such a hellish weekend. Did a, It was just a busy week, like a lot of things happening. And you guys know I, I like to talk about playing in the dad basketball league and we wrecked our first two opponents and then uh, the rest of the team was like yeah we should talk to the commission about moving up we're not going to ever have any competition well wouldn't you know it we only had six guys this week we have usually three bigs and we only had one and we you know guys are out guys have stuff going on it's summer and we face a team that i saw them play last week and i was like oh these guys are okay they've got some bigs but we will smash them they lost to a team that we destroyed so they show up early, and there's a new guy on their team, and it is very clear he can play. He looked like Anthony Edwards, like a 6'2 Anthony Edwards. And I see him during warm-ups, and I say to my daughter, Bryn, uh, are, are the rest of the guys on the team talking to him? Does it look like he's with them? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, damn it. And I knew it was going to be a problem. And 
he takes our best wing defender off the bounce on the first play for an and one. And I was like, oh, geez, this is not good. And then about three minutes into the game, you know, we miss a shot and he leaks out and does a reverse dunk. <laughs> and uh, it was a problem. We end up losing. It was, uh, yeah, listen, you're not going to win a ball. And our, uh, we have a competitive group. We are a bunch of competitive dudes. And the amount of emails, I actually got a phone call. Like we, our team is, this is just, we can't lose again. So um, I don't know, we have already circled the rematch. It is uh, next month. And I'll tell you this. We will not lose a rematch. We will have our full squad and beat that ass. The, the kid was awesome. He played junior college somewhere in Arizona. And basically, last week, after the team saw us destroying a team in the game after them, he told me after the game, he goes, I saw what you guys did to those guys. I said, we need reinforcements. So then he adds this guy. This guy had not played yet this season. And he's dominant. Anyways, that's life. And you know who also looked dominant Sunday night? My main man, Jordan Poole, one of my easiest bet winners of the NFL NBA postseason, Jordan Poole over one and a half threes. That cast before the end of the third quarter. I told you guys on Friday's pod, the Warriors needed more Jordan Poole. What happened? Jordan Poole hit five threes, 17 points, 23 minutes. And wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it that Al Horford, after hitting, I believe it was six threes, hit zero, didn't even take one. Wouldn't you know it? Derek White, the hero from the other night, 4 of 13, minus 17. Marcus Smart, 0 for 3 from deep. Just a shocking development that water finds its level and the role players did not hit a million threes for the comeback. And there's so many different ways to look at what happened in these first two games. It really depends on who you talk to. That's how they view it. Because I'm just going to remind you guys. Third quarter, game one, Warriors up 15, looking for the knockout blow. Celtics put together a historically great quarter. Seven threes in a row, hit nine threes in the quarter. Okay? And they win game one. Then they come out in game two. What happens where you say, oh, guess what? We're not going to double off Jalen Brown. We're not going to double off Tatum. We're hugging up the shooters. And it kind of worked. Um, Boston did still make 15 threes, but a lot of them were garbage time. Uh, Nick Stauskas, you remember him? Sam Hauser, somebody with the last name Fitz. I mean, you know, basically the Warriors third quarter mashed them again, 35-14, and then there was no comeback this time. So what do you what, what do you make of this? And I think that's where we want to start with Rob. Yes, I'm going to get to the Donovan Mitchell stuff. Um, obviously, Donovan Mitchell demanding out would be massive. He hasn't gotten there yet. But, Rob, I just want to keep it here. My view is everybody was selling the Warriors. I, I heard somebody say that they like the Celtics in five. And I'm like, are we really doing that? Are, are you sure just off one game? I know this is a great Boston team. They haven't lost back-to-back playoff games this year. So game three is going to be huge, obviously, because then they have game four at home. That being said, I still like Golden State. I'm not dumping them. They made the smart moves, right? Draymond Green did not attempt 12 shots. He took three. He stayed in his lane. He mouthed off, as he is wont to do, but he stuck to what he does best. Klay Thompson still did not deliver. Four of 19. I mean, at this point, you know, you guys have to be with me. This ain't the same Clay. He's probably jelly-legged given missing two seasons, and now he's a deep in a playoff run. One of eight from deep. Kevon Looney, once again, a hero. Love this kid. He's a perfect fit. Wiggins had a, a mediocre shooting game, but 
He he did everything else pretty well. And Steph Curry is Steph Curry, 29 points. I wonder where the Steph Curry bashers are now. Oh, wait, Jason wasn't close in the fourth. Of course, Curry delivered. That's what they're going to say, so I'm not even going to ask. This was about my main man, Poole, coming off the bench. And Gary Payton gave good minutes. By the way, Igudala did not play. So Celtics returned to earth, right? And the Warriors basically did what we expect. They, they basically were almost the same team that they were in game one. Huge third quarter run. Not a great fourth. But then again, did not even play. So he's a little rested. And folks, I st- I'm sticking with my Warriors pick. Um, I, my only concern would be if Curry has a very, very off game, they're in deep, deep, deep trouble. Um, unless Jordan Poole can keep percolating. And man, he is fun to watch. I don't... I don't think he's obviously going to be an MVP of the series, but I do think he will be integral if the Warriors win it, Rob. Yeah, he'd have to be because, the you know, Clay Thompson is a shell of himself. It's gotten worse and worse as the postseason has gone on. Unless they're in a game six where game six Clay shows up, who, in my opinion, is probably the greatest player of all time. <laughs> but, you know, unless we get to that point, you're it's hard to count on anything consistently from Clay Thompson. And it wouldn't be fair for you to ask it from him because, like you mentioned, he missed two straight seasons, not just because, you know, it was like a, a broken finger or, you know, a broken foot or whatever. No, he had a torn ACL, which up until, what, maybe f- seven, eight years ago was considered the worst injury you can get in professional yeah. sports. And then he made it worse and had a torn Achilles, which is now known as the worst injury you can get in professional sports. So he's coming back from two brutal injuries, and, and it wouldn't be fair to ask much from him. As it relates to this game, and this series overall, I, I I don't know how you can make any sweeping, you know, commentary about either of these teams right now. Um, as the noted Steph Curry hater on this program, yes, I will say people are aware. Steph Curry was fantastic last night. Mm. It wasn't just the shooting; it, it was when he made those shots. Like a couple of those threes in that third quarter were just backbreakers. Like it wasn't like oh, you know, in the first quarter of the last of game one. When he had 21, but they, you know, end the quarter, I think they were only up four or something like that. So he was scoring, but it wasn't as impactful as what he was doing last night. And on the defensive end, Steph Curry, I don't think is ever going to be a great defender. He he's he's doesn't move his feet all that quickly. He's not a super athletic guy. He's pretty thin. But what he does have going for him is for all the thought the talk about him being small. He's still six three with pretty decent length on his arms. Yes. As someone who yeah, who's as someone who stood next to him and took a picture and then had twenty people ask, dude, you're are you super short? Uh and I'm like, no, Curry is six three and he's long. When you stand next to him, he's like a legit six three. He's not like some tiny guy. Now I haven't stood next to LeBron, so I don't I don't know what six eight or six nine is like, but Curry, no no doubt, is, is a legit six three, Rob. Yeah. yeah, he's long and, and more importantly, and this is something that Damian Lillard can take note of, that Russell Westbrook can take note of, is he gives effort defensively. He's not always effective, but he tries on the defensive end. And last night, there was a lot of times where he had switched on to Jalen Brown, switched on to Al Horford in the post. And to his credit, even when he gave up buckets, he was working to keep them away from where they wanted to go. So I thought Steph Curry was easily the best player on the floor. And in fact, I'll say this, through two games, I think he's probably the only one who can say he played well in both of them. And that's with him playing like garbage through half of game one. Like Steph Curry has looked 
as advertised in this series. He's been the best player on the floor through both games. Unfortunately for Golden State, though, I don't know who else you can count on going forward. Mm. That's my only concern if I'm Golden State. Andrew Wiggins, baby. No, uh, going on the road is going to be tough. But Boston, weirdly, has been better on the road yes. than they have at home in the playoffs. So uh, I, I don't know. I just I still don't have this fear of really anyone on Boston other than Tatum. Like Jalen Brown's very good, but I'm not like afraid of him. Um, Tatum obviously is the guy. Other than that, like I, Grant Williams, go ahead, take all the shots you want. Like Derek White, you're not duplicating that. Um, it's funny you talk about Curry's defense. So Rob, I I know like eight people care, but. In that basketball game, we lost Sunday night. Um, so this dominant player on their team, I think he was like 6'2", and like he's he got clearly lifted a lot of weights. Uh, he had that quick twitch, incredible handle, right? So we thought we'd put our best defender on him, and we had our second best wing defender on him. So in the third quarter, we're down like 15. I was like, guys, how about this? I'll just guard him. I'm double his age, but I will face guard him the entire way. I'll just deny him the ball. I won't let him get the ball best I can, and we'll see what the other guys can do. Literally, I'll have my back to the offense just being ready to pounce. And we cut the lead to five. And I just, I told the guys, I'll sacrifice my offense, whatever offense I've got. Um, and I'll just, I'll try to take this guy out. We cut it to five in the final minute, and then they had, a, they made their free throws. And um, But, like, the amount, Rob, and I know that this is going to make people laugh, that, like, oh, Jason, you're comparing the amount of energy you spent defensively against a good player in a rec league to Steph Curry. I mean, again, for Curry to get getting switched on Tatum and Brown, that's exhausting. Those are like six, seven awesome offensive talents, and Curry's got to play them. Then he's got to go be the center of their entire offense. Rob, like Curry is working his tail off, and for him to get rest the almost the entire fourth quarter or the entire fourth quarter, that is awesome. That's huge. That's huge, massive for them. Now you could say the same is true. Well, I mean, Jay, like Al Horford played twenty eight minutes. Robert Williams who is starting to look like he may not work in this series. Um, like, they barely played. Marcus Smart, Brown, under 30 minutes. Like, they'll be rested, too. Oh, fair enough. But Curry's also 34 years old and has been to six, uh, five finals previously. So he's got a lot more tread on the tires than the Celtics. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's too early to make any bets for Game 3. That being said, I I think you've probably got to go Boston, right, Rob? I, I think it just... That's got to be yeah. the side. This I, I, is going to be a long series. Like, yeah. I mean, you watch this game, and I know that everyone's going to say, well, you know, goals they won by 19. The other three quarters, Boston plus two. So th- this is one of those series where it's going to be won either by some blitz in the middle of the third quarter or in game one, a blitz in the beginning of the fourth quarter. That ultimately is the difference. Because I think both of these teams are evenly matched. I think Boston has more talent. I think that their best is probably better than Golden State's best. Ooh. But Steph Curry seems to be the only one you can count on night in and night out in this mm-hmm. series at all. Just looking at the box scores, if you didn't watch the game, game one and game two, I mean, it's like Andrew Wiggins played fine in game one and four of 12 last night. Klay Thompson has been missing this entire series. Jordan Poole has 17 in game two and he was invisible in game one. You brought up Al Horford, Marcus Smart. So it's like, who on a night-to-night basis can you count on? You can't even say that about Jason Tatum because throughout this whole postseason, he's been kind of a roller coaster. Curry's really been, yeah. at, for my money, the most consistent player in these finals and throughout most of the postseason. Yeah, it's weird. Marcus Smart, five turnovers, one basket. Like, again, he's he's not like a model of consistency. No. And I will say, I, I, I like the Gary Payton minutes. He is He's just everywhere, man. That guy is just like, 
you know his story getting to the league, right? He was uh, his dad was super famous and incredible, and usually, I mean, historically, most you know players of former NBA guys they they kind of grew up in privilege and they don't work as hard. Now Curry is obviously you know the polar opposite of that, um, but. Peyton is a pretty good story. You know, his dad, I think, career steals leader or something like that. Maybe he's number two to Stockton. I don't know. But Olympian, um, all-defensive team, like a historically great player. Probably, he was on the top 75, right, Gary Payton? Yes. I would expect. Okay. And his son, you know, was an okay player in the Pac-12 at Oregon State. And then it was like, okay, well, is he going to play Europe? I don't know if he's an NBA player. Worked his butt off, gets to the league, and, it, and it, you know, they like him a lot in Golden State, and his story is a good one. And I, th- I think he's going to be a big factor in Game Three. If the Warriors win Game Three, I will personally guarantee you that Gary Payton, the second, aka the Mitten, has a monster game in some capacity. Now, seven, five, and three steals would be a monster game for him, right? Because I, if, if, Gary Payton. Jason, we have a lot of listeners in LA. For anyone who's unfamiliar with Gary Payton, the second, he's Alex Caruso, basically, because he can't mm. shoot. He's, you know, if he can get to the rim pretty yeah. well, he can finish at the rim, but he is just a menace defensively and he makes yes. a lot of the little plays happen that you need to win games. Oh, speaking of Alex Crusoe, okay, we'll, we'll pivot away from the series. So um, we'll get to Donovan Mitchell in a second. So we went, uh, wife and I went to this wine auction in our town um, Saturday night. And, you know, you're talking to people and it turns out, you know, my wife's like, oh, this is our, my friend. She lives on our street. I've never seen this lady before in my life. Um, she doesn't have kids, so I know most of the parents of most of the parents of kids. And you know, she says, "Oh yeah, my husband works at Fox." She's like, "Oh, so you're big into sports?" I was like, "Yeah, kind of." <laughs> and she goes, "Did you know that there was a guy on the Clippers renting that house uh, across from our other friends?" And now this is literally, I could throw a football to this house. I was like, "Wait a minute, who who was on the Clippers living on my block?" And and the the woman goes, "Luke Kennard." I was like, "What?" I never saw him once on my street. And then she upped the ante, this woman. Oh, and then when he moved out, a Laker moved in this past season. I was like, get out of here. And I was like, listen, this is a like this is a teardown house and then the new build and then they had some water issues so then they had to revamp it again. And, you know, it's like a $6 million house. Um, and it's super nice. I think it probably has ocean views from the top. And I've seen a woman, you know, like a young Persian type maybe driving in a really nice SUV while I'm walking the dog. I've seen the woman, never seen the, the husband ever. The husband is Wayne Ellington of the Lakers. So the next time I see her, I'll be like, yo, let me get Wayne, come on the podcast. Um, it, it is very weird to find out when big time athletes, now get Wayne Ellington, you know, won a title at UNC. Um, it, we're just in an area kind of by the beach and also by the Lakers facility. We are not in a major baller neighborhood. We don't even own a house, so don't start thinking uh, I, I'm some I'm some wealthy guy that Rob hypes. Yes, up. you are. Um, but I will I will say when I first moved here, I played pickup basketball with some guys, and this guy was delivering pizza on the side. He goes, "Dude, I, I delivered a pizza to Julius Randall," and I'm like, "That that sounds like a funny line, huh?" He's like, "No, seriously, Julius Randall." And then I saw Randall in his car. Right in that area, I was like, the guy was not lying. Because we, we live a close drive to the Lakers facility in El Segundo. Um, and there's your Luke Kennard, Wayne Ellington update from Jason McIntyre. Now let's get to real NBA news. Woj, I don't know, if, is this qualifies a Woj bomb? That Quinn Snyder, who was kind of twisting in the wind there, they would not extend him. He decided, screw it, I'm out. Quinn Snyder bails on the Jazz. They had made the playoffs six years in a row. Which is, by the way... 
longest active streak in the West. Think about that for a second. Clippers, Lakers, that's not bad. Six years in a row. Another great stat for Quinn Snyder and the Jazz. Utah played 51 playoff games in the last six seasons. Second most in the West. But you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But they never got to the conference finals. There was a little Gordon Hayward action, and there was Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell's now not happy. Quinn Snyder gone. If you're looking for your out, Donovan Mitchell, this is it. Force your way out. And everybody in Utah is going to say the same thing. He has no leverage. Uh, Jay, look at his contract. He can't go anywhere. Uh, Folks, I mean, you guys want to keep saying this, but the reality is anybody in the NBA can force their way out of a contract. Anyone. We just saw it with James Harden. We just saw it with Ben Simmons. They got their way. Donovan Mitchell is slated to make 30 mil next year, then 32, then 34, then a player option for 37. Rudy Gobert actually making more money than Donovan Mitchell. Maybe that's another part of the problem. But this is a jazz team that is backsliding. Bogdanovich getting old, one year left. Mike Conley not looking like the Mike Conley everybody expected to see. Jordan Clarkson, good sixth man. Royce O'Neal, extremely limited. You know, Rudy Gobert's up there in age. They don't have any anybody young in the coming down. And you start looking at the West, and Rob and I have talked about this. Like, I, I don't jazz are not a top five team in the West. It's just not. Their window was small. It was against the Clippers when Kawhi got hurt and they couldn't get the job done. And then, of course, Donovan and Rudy chirping at each other. And now Quinn Snyder stepping down. And according to Adrian Wojnarowski, this is exactly what he said. In the aftermath of Snyder's departure as jazz coach, All-Star guard Donovan Mitchell is described as unsettled, unnerved, and wondering what it means for the franchise's future. Well, the franchise is going to be fine. (laughs) Uh, Is Donovan Mitchell going to be fine? Now, let's not get too crazy here. I don't see a scenario where you trade a star. He's a top 20 player in the league. Top 25? Top 20, Rob? 20 or 25? Maybe maybe top 15. I don't know. We got to break that down, but he's certainly top 20. It seems unlikely that the Jazz would capitulate and just say, sure, we'll trade you to a team in the West. That doesn't seem like a scenario to me. So Rob and I were kicking around some ideas of where Donovan Mitchell could go. The obvious is the New York Knicks, right? Knicks are desperate for a star. They will overpay. They will give you draft picks. They will probably part with R.J. Barrett if you twisted their arm. I I think you've got to consider the Knicks. I think the Miami Heat, I know they almost made the finals, but this team started to look like, where do we create shots? And Tyler Hero had been speculated about in multiple trades. I think you have to wonder, do they say picks, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, who never plays, we'll toss in anything except Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And, and, and maybe, maybe you have the beginnings of something. Rob, I would love for there to be a super team somewhere. But I'll toss you this last one. I I can't find a super team in the East. Brooklyn, I I just don't see it. Like, Kyrie Irving's not going to go to Utah. I'm sure he'd rather retire. And I I don't see how the Sixers could do it because, you know, again, James Harden's not going to go to Utah. He's just not like (laughs) that. Is that not one of the funniest mixes ever? James Harden, strip club aficionado, 
going to Utah. Like, I just don't see it. I don't see the Celtics making a move after making the finals. The last team, and I haven't fully thought this through, but is there a sign-and-trade with maybe Zach Levine, who has expressed interest in the past about possibly moving on? I, I just I don't know that that really moves the meter for me if I'm Donovan Mitchell. Like, I go to Chicago to play with who? Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, and... Uh, like uh, a decent cast of characters. Like I'm looking at the Bulls. I, I just, is that even an upgrade from the Jazz other than the fact that you're in the easier conference? Like Rob, I, if, I mean, if you're Donovan Mitchell and I say Chicago Bulls, are you getting excited? Or are you like, eh, meh, as the kids like to say. It's like, oh, well, you got DeRozan. You got Patrick Williams, Vucicic. Like it's a good team. But uh, are you top four in the East? I, 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 probably not, right? Uh, I mean, regular season, you probably, you might be, I'm sure you are actually, you know, cause just because the regular season and the postseason are two totally different. Well, okay. Wait, hold on. Okay. Everybody's healthy. Celtics, Bucks. Sixers are a good Sixers regular season heat? team. Uh, Nets, Nets. I forgot about the Nets. Yeah. Uh, so may, maybe four or five. Top. They're, they're right five. around there. Yeah. Okay. Um, the problem though is, is if he goes to Chicago is you have the same issue that you have in Utah, just in the Eastern Conference, where you have you don't have the defenders to, to really make any noise. Like DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic are two of, in my opinion, probably like the bottom third defenders in their position in the NBA in the uh, in the league. You're really banking on Alex Caruso being able to just be a Tasmanian devil and make up for everything. Patrick Williams to stay healthy and show that he can be that level of defender. And Lonzo Ball hasn't been healthy at all, really, in in his last couple of seasons. So it's hard for you to count on those guys to be able to make up for all of Donovan Mitchell's shortcomings. Because Donovan Mitchell is in that Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook category I mentioned earlier, where you would think, based on their athletic physical profile, that he'd be a good defender, and he's just not. Okay, he, well, he just chooses I'll, not to be. From Donovan Mitchell's camp, hey Rob, I uh, I had one of the best defenders in the league, and Rudy Gobert. Where'd that get us? <laughs> Well, I mean, that, that, that yes, that is that is a good talking point. You know, I, I, I did. I, I don't know how much does defense matter. Like it does because Utah's problem is they only run one kind of good defense where they have one good defender, which is Gobert, and everybody else aside from Royce O'Neal is a sieve. So when you get to the postseason and there's actual good teams you're going against who can game plan against you, they they're able to drive and kick like nobody's business because nobody can stay in front of anyone on the outside on the wings. Like Mike Conley is busted. Jordan Clarkson has never been a good defender. Uh, uh, Bogdanovich is is slow footed to to put it night like lightly. Like they they don't have guys who can defend outside of Royce Roneal and Rudy Gobert. Um, I think of those teams that you mentioned, the one that makes the most sense to me is Miami. Mm-hmm. I know that our uh, friend of the show Rick Buecher had reported back in January, I believe that there's been a lot of conversations around the NBA, both in front offices and in the scouting world, that he has eyes for New York and he just wanted to go home, you know, for years. Like that's been the his end game for the last two or three seasons was to get to the Knicks at some point. The problem though is you'd probably have to give up RJ Barrett. And at that point, what do you have to build? You're going to give up a bunch of picks. Is, is Donovan Mitchell and Julius Randle even – a guaranteed playoff well, team in the East? Well, I guess the hope is, like, well, this is going to sound silly, but, like, is anybody coming 
to the Knicks to play with R.J. Barrett. And before I sound like an idiot, yes, I know R.J. and Zion were college teammates. That being said, if you've got Donovan Mitchell, is anybody coming to play with Donovan Mitchell in New York? And I would counter that, yeah, top 20 player in the league. Uh, who wouldn't want to play with him? Yeah, I mean, I, you're, you're re- the problem with that line of thinking, though, is when's the last time the New York Knicks attracted a free agent? <laughs> Amari Stoudemire and his bad knees. Uh, oof. Right? That's that got to be the that one, might, right? Uh, that might be. Well, how did they get Randall? Trade? Yes. Uh, well, I can make sure, but I'm almost positive it was a trade. Yeah, they, you're they right. They traded you for just, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Um, that was a horrible deal for them, the Denver trade. So bad. But they were Denver, pretty good, you know, Denver under Melo. them. It, 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 this, this, this idea that, that the Melo era was a disappointment, I think that was the most successful what? that you I guys have been. I think they won one playoff series. That's more than you guys have done since, like, what, the early 90s, late 90s? I mean, okay, so that gets, like, what is one playoff series? Are you in the middle? Because Portland is, like, you know, I think ground zero for what the middle is, right? Dame and CJ were a playoff team for like eight years in a row. They would go to the conference finals. They would lose in the first round, conference semis, lose in the first round, conference finals, whatever. Utah is kind of on that treadmill. I think the Knicks were barely on that treadmill with Carmelo. I'm I, I, I'm a firm believer in you've got to bottom out. Really do. I know people in Portland hated when I said, you know, go ahead and trade Dame and bottom out. Like, if you're Utah... I don't know why you're stopping at Donovan Mitchell. You might as well just unload Rudy Gobert if you can. Trade both of them. Say, you know what? We're going to go have a couple bites of the apple. We're trusting our scouting system. We're going to find another Donovan Mitchell. We're going to find another Rudy Gobert because that's what we do. Or the alternative is, hey, man, we're making money making the playoffs. You know, it's nice to make the postseason, put extra money for the, for the owner, but we ain't winning no title. You're not even a contender. So I, I don't know, Rob. It's just a, it's probably a real tough sell to your fans to trade your two best players off a team that's been in the playoffs six years in a row. Thousand percent. And, and uh, quick correction: Julius Randle was a free agent. I stand corrected. Oh, there you go. Huge. Uh, July 2019, three years, sixty-three million dollars with the Knicks because they struck out on you know Kevin Durant and Kyrie Everyone, Irving, so yeah. they got Julius Randle. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin.
TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What you're saying is the right play. If you're going to trade Donovan Mitchell, you might as well trade Rudy Gobert. You might as well try to offload the Mike Conley contract with one of those guys and just bottom out completely because Utah's never been a free agent destination. The best way for you to get stars is to draft them. The problem though, and you brought this up, is most of these mid-market franchises, not all of them, but most of them, would much rather just be decent forever then swing for the fences or bottom out. Yep. Indiana is the perfect example of this. When's the last time Indiana had a top three draft pick? I think it was oh top three, Goodness top gracious. five, whatever. Pick. I thought first. I thought top ten was like nineteen eighty eight or something. It's insane. something crazy like that. Like they they would much rather yeah win thirty five to forty five games every season, make a little money selling tickets, and keep an ownership happy. Like they don't have any aspirations to really push all in like that either in either direction 
whether it's the all-in trading your draft pick so that you can go for it all the way or bottoming out like that's they're comfortable in that purgatory i think utah based on what we've seen they're kind of the same way so yeah i i don't see them trading both of those guys um and there's it's probably difficult to find a trade equivalent of someone of Mitchell's caliber. Let me just quickly. How many times has Donovan Mitchell been all NBA, Rob? Oh. Guess. I'll look it up. You you guess. I will guess one. Survey says zero. Ooh. Never been one of the six best guards in the league. Now, he is still extremely young. He's 25. Uh, actually, he'll turn 26 at the start of next season. So he's still ascending. Um, never, He's a three-time All-Star. He was an all-rookie team, but he's never been all-NBA. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's not a top-20 player. I mean... I mean, I guess all-NBA would be your top 15, right? First, second, third team. He so he's, made pro- he's always... He should have made all-NBA, not this season, but the season before. All right, let Jazz me ask were, you. We're killing it. Who would you rather have? Donovan Mitchell as your one or Jalen Brown as your two? Jalen Brown is my two. Right. So is Donovan Mitchell even a one? Uh, you're asking That's the wrong the guy because I'm basing it on championships. Like my, my line of thinking is so much different than 80% of the NBA. Like if, if you hadn't seen Jimmy Butler in the bubble get to the finals and give the Lakers a scare for like a game and a half. Would you have ever said Jimmy Butler is a one on a championship team? I mean, I you know, I've, I Jimmy Butler's a bad example for me because I'm <laughs> such a fan. You right. know, I'm a, I'm a major fanboy. But there's probably not a lot of number ones out there, right? No. If you want to, like, Kawhi is a one. Yes. Right? LeBron a one. Yes. We've seen Anthony Davis is a one in, in New Orleans. And I think they might have got out of the first round once. Correct. Right. So Anthony Davis, who is a top 10 player in the league when healthy. Ain't even a number one in this league. That's how hard it is. Now, I believe Tatum is a one, or, or I mean, you might disagree. No, I agree with you. I think Tatum is a one, absolutely. I think there's maybe five or six guys that you can say definitively so, uh, are. I think one if on you can get team. to the yeah, if you can get to the finals, you're and you're a one. So I would go Butler, Tatum, Giannis. <sighs> guys, don't kill me. I, I don't think Embiid is a one. I know, he, uh, Jason, he's almost the MVP of the league. Drew Hanlon will never come on this podcast I know, again. I'm sorry, I want you to know sorry. that. Jeez, I'm sorry. If he's a one, could how, how has he not made the conference finals? Ever. Okay. Uh, Toronto Raptors, they don't have a one. I like Zach Levine. I don't think he's a one. Kevin Durant is a one. Kyrie Irving is not a one. Trey Young, I'm going to say he's a one, but he's on the bottom end of ones because of the lack of defense. But he got the he, the Hawks to the conference finals last year. I know there's some luck involved in that, but he was unbelievable in the playoffs. And Cleveland Cavs do not have any ones. No, no Hornets. No Knicks. No Wizards. No Pacers. Uh, no, no Pistons. No Magic. So in on the Suns, I think we've seen Devin Booker as a one, and he's he's not a one, right? I think that's fair to say. So he's a two. Um, Chris Paul. I just don't, I, I'm going to put him as a two also. I just don't, if he's your best player, how has he never made the finals? Like injuries, unlucky. I mean, I, I know what you're saying, Jason, your bar is too high, but like John Morant is, I know a lot of people, oh, John Morant's a one. Okay, fair. You want to say he is fine. 
Grizzlies look better without him <laughs> against the Warriors in, in the playoffs. I, I think he's very good. It's not a slight either, Rob, to say somebody's not a one, but I'm guessing you think Ja is a one. I think he definitely has the potential to be a one. Curry a one? No, yes. No question. Luca, yes. And then it becomes the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert question. Um, if Rudy Gobert is your best player, are you getting to the finals? I would say no. If Donovan Mitchell is, are you? Again, I'm going to go no. I, and, and it's not a slight, but again, you have to look at it from the Knicks' perspective. We haven't gotten anyone in forever. We will gladly take Donovan Mitchell as our one, right? If you're the Indiana Pacers, you've taken Donovan Mitchell in a heartbeat. But you you also know you're not winning the championship. You can like have a good season. The Pacers got with Paul George as a one. As a one, they got to the conference finals, with uh, I think, twice against LeBron, or was it once and then the semis and pushed them to seven? But it's tough to find ones. I mean, Jokic... I'm willing to say he's a one, but I, 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 Jamal, he had Jamal Murray when they got to the conference finals. And like Jamal Murray, I have as big of a crush on Jamal Murray as I did Jason Tatum and Luka, obviously. Uh, where are you on jo- Jokic? Yes, absolutely. He's a one. Carl uh, Anthony Towns? No. Anthony Edwards? Possibly. Oh, I was going to say not yet. I have full agreement. I think Anthony Edwards is, I mean, he's, that guy's, he's crazy. Um, Zion, I, I'm going to go TBD. Uh, yo, I'm sure you're going to say no. No, he's not. He, he hasn't seen enough for you to say it either way. Right, TBD, okay. Kawhi, yes. Paul George is, I think Paul George is the prototypical two along with Anthony Davis. Um, Spurs have nobody. Lakers have LeBron. Kings, now Portland. Dame is interesting. Dame as a one had some really good runs with Portland. Can you imagine Dame as a two or three with the Lakers? Dynasty. Possible. Dynasty. (laughs) Possible game over. So, like, you go down the league, and I I didn't write them all down, but that's maybe 10 ones. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. And that's that's exactly how it should be, though. Like, I know that the league is deeper than ever, and we have so much talent. Everyone wants to talk about it. If you're going to say so-and-so is a superstar, it needs to be that upper, upper, upper crust, that top. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. If you go beyond ten, you're not considered a superstar. And, and I know we can counter this forever, but Tracy McGrady in his prime was a superstar. Never got his teams anywhere. I, I probably should check that without saying it, but I just remember playoff failure after playoff failure. But I, I mean, Tracy McGrady was a superstar, right? Yeah, he just you know he he. Uh, I love. I mean, there'd be a long conversation for us to go through the career of, of Trace McGrady, but I know we're up against it. I, don't I know think how we that got to, yeah. I, I, I think that Donovan Mitchell is kind of in that Devin Booker category, Chris Paul category, where if you get him with another number two and things break right, you can absolutely win a championship. So if you have two guys, like a, a, if I'm not saying they come together, but if you have a Lillard Mitchell backcourt and you know some great three and D guys, you can probably have a, a good run at it. Um, I think that's where you'd have to to play with, in my opinion. Hmm. So you got to find a one who really, really needs a two. Now, if, uh, if this comes back to your Miami, like Bam Adebayo, really good player, but I don't know. It, it disappointed me against the Celtics. But I think there's a decent argument to be made. You put Donovan Mitchell on that team, and you've got something real nice. As a matter of fact, I would give up just about anything outside of Bam and Butler. Whoever you want, take it. I mean, I don't think they'll want Lowry, but they're going to have to offload his salary or something. Um, yeah. 
Donovan Mitchell probably will be one of the biggest names we talk about all summer. Um, what else? Any any uh, any closing thoughts on the weekend? Did you watch any soccer, Rob? I know World Cup is coming up. Everybody's all excited. No, I did not watch soccer, but I did watch Top Gun. Oh, okay. Sir, you I did love it. it. I okay. It. I like that. Did you see it with the wife? No, I saw it with my brothers. What, did they like it as well? It was great. We had the whole basically back row to ourselves. It was fantastic. Some you guys old are guy, back row, huh? Yeah, some old guy, some old guy was sitting uh, in front. It was, it was, we saw the early show at like 11 a.m., so it was maybe half full. And so the guy was an old man in front of us was cheering, clapping it up during certain yeah. parts of the theater. It was pretty awesome. Are you a, a clapper? Not really, but I, I do appreciate I, when other people do it because it gets me more excited. So yeah, I, you I feel like that. you're – yeah, I, I am – you know, I'm like, let's go. Like one of those guys, right. guys, not super loud and all the time, but occasionally. Um, and it's just like, it's kind of fun. You know, you're in a movie theater. Have fun. Life is good. Anyways, uh, this was a long one. We'll be back tomorrow. I believe we're going to have a guest who for the longest time was one of our top 10 downloaded podcasts ever here at straight fire. As we enter year three, I think we're getting him. We'll see. Um, he is in high demand, obviously, but uh, hopefully we'll make it happen. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.